Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands, and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in. Welcome back. I'm in Milan and I'm with Giuseppe Rossi, the general manager of one of my favorite Italian brands and actually one of my favorite things in the world, Pinator, a heritage paper company uh, based out of Florence. Hello, Giuseppe. How are you? I'm very well and thank you very much for inviting me to this interview. Well, thank you very much for inviting me to come and see your beautiful press day and your beautiful products. I've always loved Pinator. Ever since I was a child, I am a paper collector and I should let everybody know that this isn't just any kind of paper. This is incredible, beautiful, handmade paper. Um, I love stationery. The, the company makes incredible stationery. Sometimes it's colored, lots of sets. And in addition, they make writing utensils. And I would say all the accessories that go with the world of writing and travel. Is that correct? This is absolutely correct. The long uh, history started over 240 years ago when this gentleman coming from the Alps uh, went down to Florence and then he started this, uh, his long walk uh, thinking he was an artisan. He was an artisan coming from the mountains. When he joined Florence and he started engraving stones and wood, he realized that he was an artist, not anymore an artisan. And after a few months, he opened his first store where he was embossing papers using the, the engraved tools that he was engraving by himself. Um, the story started uh, in, uh, in uh, 1774 only on paper, but after a few decades, he started producing leather goods um, useful for, for paper in order to contain paper, in order to, to hold paper, in order to, um, to put um, um, leather goods on the desk of uh, notaries or lawyers or doctors and so on. And only in 1885, so was his grandson, started importing from the US the very first fountain pen made by Waterman, by Mr. Waterman. Ah. So since 1881 or 85, sorry, Pinider means writing instruments, luxury papers, and leather goods. Leather goods useful and, and instrumental for people who's working or traveling for work. Now, some of, Pinider has some of the most important, I think they've had some of the most important and illustrious clients. I've written down a few names. I know there's Maria Callas. I know there's me, <laughs> um, I think. But I, I, I read that Lord Byron had yeah. frequented the source, Stantal, Napoleon, is that correct? Uh, this is absolutely true. We have still little memories of certain clients from the beginning of the um, 20th century. We don't have um, clear, tangible evidence of our um, lovers or our clients of the 19th century or, or 18th century, but um, definitely there is a... Um, there is, uh, uh, there are proofs uh, in the world, in the net, about Lord Byron, Napoleon, everyone. And going toward more recent days, uh, Maria Callas, for example, the important singer. We had Madonna, we have Sting, we have Anthony Hopkins, Mel Gibson, uh, Maradona, just Did to mention a few. Maradona? 
Yeah. The hand of God. <laughs> uh, did, did Anthony Hopkins, when he was Hannibal, is that the paper that he was writing on? I truly believe that, but very important that these, uh, these uh, gentlemen and, and miladies uh, became um, um, shoppers at Pinider by themselves, not for their, for no, their business. Exactly. You know, their private stationery. Um, uh, has been made by 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 Pinator. There is a very interesting uh, story, which is absolutely true. Liz Taylor, for her third uh, wedding, decided to have the invitation card printed um, in the color of her eyes that were very very oh, peculiar. Oh, the violet. Yes. The violet, and only Pinator was able, after a back and forth, uh, New York, sorry, L.A. Um, Florence, we have been able. I mean, our let's say employees of the of those days have been able to to find the right nuance and um, and and um, accomplish the mission. That is, I would love to see that paper. That must have been beautiful. In fact, we have uh, one color of the Capri uh, collection made in honor of uh, of uh, Mrs. Uh, Liz Taylor. I will show you later. Okay, perfect. I would love to see that. So I, I was telling you, I. Um, in my past, I've always collected paper, and I have a friend, a very good friend, who used to live all over the world. And so one day she said to me, if you ever find airmail air paper, that's the paper I love. And so I, was, I would go to flea markets, and I'd find these little sets. And then today, when I came in, I saw this beautiful collection, the Paravion. Um, would you like to tell everybody about this collection that yeah. is new and old at the same time? This collection is very new to us. In fact, today we are showcasing for the first time this, uh, this new um, letters and notes collection made out of um, 55 grams per meter uh, paper uh, made on, um, on a light blue color. But in fact, the origin of this uh, paper um, is back in uh, the 60s when Pinider in those days was uh, producing for uh, actual and, and very, very um, useful use this paper in order to write and send letters overseas. Today, we do not really expect uh, young guys or old moms to write letters and send it by mail to Australia or to Canada, from Italy or from, from France. But um, it's a very nice uh, memory and it's a very nice, hopefully, business opportunity um, when we talk about block notes. Well, it's beautiful what you've done. So traditionally, airmail paper is incredibly lightweight. It's almost like tissue paper, very thin. Yeah, correct. Because back in, historically, it was weighed. So when you'd send a letter, you wanted it as light as possible because it was expensive to send. And you've reproduced it with these lovely notebooks with the sets. But also what I love is everything that surrounds it. There are bags, um, passport holders in, in the leather that you were talking about as well, in the three colors, blue, a navy blue, and then what's the other blue? Uh, no, it's, it's, uh, it's um, um, a navy blue, is avio blue. Ah, and 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 the red. Avia blue. That that is in um, in English. They would call it airplane blue, um, yeah, or air force or, maybe. Or air, air force blue, right? Air force blue. So, along with these beautiful notebooks and paper sets, there's also a whole collection and a line of. There's a, a beautiful, lovely leather tote bag. Everything that for someone that. I think that it's kind of the luxury of travel, in in essence. Or you know, we we were talking about this before we started recording that that. 
Pineda is is a little bit different because it's not fashion, but it is fashion. But it's it's a it's a unique kind of luxury brand. Do you want to say anything about that? Uh, we when we start to relaunch the brand, we try to understand which were the roots, where were the roots were. We're not in the fashion industry at all. We're in the luxury, in the exclusivity, craftsmanship, and the personalization. But suddenly we realized that all these. Uh, um, words means fashion somehow today. That's why a lot of um, important department stores or fashion stores are now are inclined to introduce Pinaiter in their assortment because being a craftsmanship and artisan um, bespoke uh, means somehow fashion in the, in the today's world. So all the paper then is handmade, is that correct? A paper is handmade, a paper is embossed by, by um, engraved plots that have been engraved manually by our artisans. All, all in Italy? All in Italy, all in Florence. All in Florence, yeah. wow. So it's always been in Florence, that's incredible. Everything, everything is made in Florence. That is incredible. Um, you know, I think that one of the things that I find fascinating about Pineter is that we're in a world where, you know, all our communication is done by our thumbs, on our, sm on our phones, and Pineter has has, is still, is evolving, but it's it's evolving, but it's staying true to being a paper company or or a paper luxury, paper utensils <laughs> or writing. Sorry, let's call it a writing company. I think yeah. that would be the best way to describe it. Um, how do you feel about about that? Is is now writing a luxury because everybody's so used to just having a cell phone? Is this this letter making and the, and the cult around writing a luxury? Definitely, the the trend is somehow inevitable. I think that the digitalization is a, is a matter of fact. There's no doubt about it. So the market has been shrinking uh, tremendously from the, let's say, in the last couple of decades. But today, there is a more recent trend in the last, I would say, 24, 36 months that is, an, uh, is we are observing a growth of calligraphers, of writing, mm -hmm. of notes, of um, uh, distribution of, of writing instruments, fountain pens, First yes. of all, so to make the long story short, now the market is much smaller, but to be very honest with you, the, the business opportunities are there. The slow moving trend, the, slow, the um, life slash work balance is a matter of fact today. And taking the time of writing a letter or a simple with compliments card to a friend, to a lover, is something that is happening the more and more in the in the last uh, few years. That's, I think, one of the, you know, I, I love receiving a card like that. And I do believe you're absolutely, I, I totally agree with you about calligraphy and this personalization. In fact, in Florence, I met a wonderful calligraphist named Betty Soldi. I don't know if you've ever had the chance to meet her, um, but she's, she's based in Florence and does incredible work, all handwriting, and is so much fun. Um, because she also, she, she makes the paper come alive and the letters come alive. I have a few questions. So you were saying that more and more places are showing, are, are having Pinator, a pop-up Pinator. I know you have three shops, is that correct? You have Milan, Florence, and Rome. Is there anywhere else in the world where you can find Pinator? Okay, first of all, uh, let me say hi to Betty Solvi. She's a very good friend of me oh, and she's... a very good friend of us. Uh, we made uh, several collaborations and more are coming. Um, she has designed an amazing box that we'll show you later for a project called uh, Ink Alchemy, which is, a, which is a box full of inks where you can mix and match by drops 
the inks and creating your own nuance. Um, second, no, today we have only Rome and Florence. Milan is opening in February. Oh, it's, it's going to open oh. in February. It's a very big new opening. It's going to be a 3,000 square feet store, um, at 2,000 square feet of retail area, and 1,000 wholesale in order to meet, you know, retailers. Okay. It's upstairs. Uh, it's in a very unique um, uh, location. The former La Feltrinelli bookstore. Um, is a few steps away from the um, Scala Theater and is in the very heart of the town. You said on Via Manzoni, correct? Correct. 12 Via Manzoni. And is it going to have... Is It's not... Is it going to be one of those stores that's just simply Pinator or, are, I mean, just simply selling the products, but or will there be a cafe? Will there be... The yeah, kind of place absolutely. I could sit around and look at paper and yeah. maybe nibble something? That's a very nice question, Erica. In fact, uh, we are um, opening in February um, not really a, a store where we want to sell goods, but where we want to uh, allow people to make experiences in terms of calligraphy, writing, um, smelling and observing uh, inks. Um, there will be a cafe, definitely. The name of the cafe will be the writer's club um, so it will be a place with the tables and obviously a bar a real actual bar where people can uh, sip a drink or uh, enjoy a cup of tea uh, by trying our pens um, blending uh, inks in order to create uh, its own exclusive uh, nuance so it's gonna be a very nice experience this sounds spot. like um this sounds like my dream. <laughs> this is this. I feel like you made this just for me because this is everything that I would love. Testing out all of the inks. It sounds fantastic. So, what about when you're not in Rome? You're not in Milan. You're not in Florence. Where can you find Pinator? Yeah, Pinator. Actually, the distribution of Pinator started only, I would say, a few months ago. Um, today, Pinator is already well distributed. Uh, to be very honest with you, not in huge size, but in very nice and prestigious locations. So, you will find Pinator in in Rinascente. Um, the department store in Milan, Rome, Florence, and Turin. You find that uh, Selfridges and Liberty in London, Berdorf Goodman in New York, Isetan and Takashimai in Tokyo, Bayman in Istanbul, Shinkon Plaza in Beijing, and um, many other stores. Um, Can you do the, the bespoke as well in, in these other stores? Um, yes, but via Florence. So basically, the store assistant can mm, take note of the of okay. the needs of the client, and everything is made in Florence and shipped from Florence to the clients. One of my favorite things that I ever did was I believe I had the blue on blue copy paper, and I had um, my name and my favorite symbol put on it. So that was my note card for many years, and it was it's one of my favorite favorite um, pieces of paper that I own now that I have three left. So I, I still will not use those cards because it has to be a very special person because I, I have a collection I was mentioning of paper. So I have many, many different sets of Pinator that I use for different kinds of people. So a thank you note. So, somebody that I really like will get a very special one. Somebody that I don't really like will just get a plain one. Does, what is it about Italy that produces such beautiful heritage brands? What do you think it is about Italy or Italians that create these brands that are long-lasting, that are more than two centuries old? Um, I think that um, more important than the last two centuries are the last two millenniums. That um, says a lot about our 
roots of our passion to history and then our culture toward the beauty, the luxury. Uh, since we were under the Greek domination or we had the um, Roman Empire, we have been always painting, sculpting, Sculpturing, sculpting, or, sculpting <laughs> the most beautiful uh, gods, the most beautiful uh, um, natural symbols, and so today we we just uh, live with this heritage in our in our chromosomes. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit. The last thing I wanted to ask you, um, which. Might, should probably be the first thing is how many different kinds of paper does Pinedo have? How many different kinds of sets? Because I see, I saw the Paravion, I see the Milano, I see Vaticano. Yeah, so I can name it. So we have uh, Capri with several nuances, of course. We have um, Milano, we have uh, Florence, we have uh, Vaticano, we have Empress, which is the, the most female. Uh, line we have, I will show you later, and we have now Paravion. What is Empress? How how is it female? Out of curiosity, uh, is um, is the shape of the of the of the envelope that you can see there? Oh, I'm sorry, your your. I have that too. Yeah, this I have is it Empress. Oh, fantastic! This is the best and most female, and became the trademark of our ladies' leather line. I see, I see how the design carried through the design. Yeah. So the envelope is like this flourish. Yeah. So if I were to write you a thank you note for this lovely conversation, yeah. which paper should I use? Um, I would say that you're talking about symbols. Uh, you know, your, your name is becoming, not, not your specific, I mean, the name of, of, the, of people might be a bit too obvious. Now uh, there is something more uh, representing your, your soul, your heart. So today, for example, you can see we have a, a several collection of eight cards. Eight cards means a box where you have eight cards and four different symbols, insects, butterflies, fishes, or horoscope. Um, for example, you're a lion or a Virgo or a Libra. Gemini. <laughs> exactly. And so you have uh, your own uh, business, uh, your own uh, um, thank you or with compliments card with your, with your, um, with your the symbol that mostly represents you. Well, I'm going to go look at the insects because that's, those are symbols that represent me. So thank you so much. I had a wonderful time speaking with you, and I cannot wait to come and sit at the Writers' Club and come to Milan to see this new store. You're always welcome, Erika. Thank you very much. Indeed. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao, bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Disc to Disc Studios, the producers of Ciao Bella who continue to make me sound and feel great. 